0: to the lord tonight we love you jesus oh god we magnify you we praise you we come to exalt you dear lord oh dear god we come to extol you there is none other like you you are holy and righteous mighty are you dear god we give you all of the glory we give you all of the honor tonight dear lord in the
1: mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus In Jesus' name, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight, feel the Lord's presence in this place. If you have a Bible, let's open up to the book of Jeremiah chapter 8. Jeremiah chapter 8, beginning at verse 19. Behold the voice of the cry of the daughter of my people. Because of them that dwell in the far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their graven images, with strange vanities? Harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about recognizing my opportunity. Recognizing my opportunity. You can be seated tonight. In this this text here, the prophet is... Is grieving over the condition of God's people. And if there's anything that I want to take note of tonight, is the wonderful opportunity that I have here tonight. The chance that I have to make a turnaround in my life for the good, to allow God to perform a work in my life, to allow God to touch my heart once again to allow God to do a a new work in my life in this service tonight. Here in this chapter, in verse 11, you'll read where he began to say, For they have healed the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Verse 15, the scripture says, We looked for peace. But no good came, and for a time of health, and behold, trouble. Tonight, I've come to find out that there is no peace that is found outside of the church. There is no peace that is found outside of Jesus Christ. Um, A lot of people, they try to find uh, peace, and they try to find it by their uh, their own means, and their own accomplishments, and their own doings. But tonight I've come to find out that there is only peace that is only found one way. And that is found in the house of
0: the Lord. That is found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want you to know that you can't expect to have peace in your mind is full of filth. It is full of pollution. It is full of garbage. It is full of murmuring. it's full of complaining. The prophet said that thou will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee honey if you want peace tonight you gotta get your mind on Jesus Christ you got to get your mind on what God is trying to perform and accomplish in your life there's no other way of
1: obtaining it you can be seated tonight you'll find out that people it's not it's not hard to identify people that don't have peace. Um, The truth is they're miserable. They are miserable people that can't do nothing better but complain and murmur and bicker and run things down into the ground. And the truth is their
0: mind is on everything else other than what it needs to be on and that is God and what God is trying to perform and do in their life honey I come to get my mind on Jesus tonight I come to block out all of the distractions I come to get rid of all of the hindrance I come to get my hands in the air I come to open up my mouth and let God know that I need you to perform a work in my life tonight by the time Tonight, and so
1: you find God's people as they looked in other means; they looked in other places to try to perform and bring about something that only God Himself can work in a person's life. Um, the Bible says that it talked about how that they have healed my people slightly, and how they've said peace peace where there is no peace. Listen, I don't want to trust in false hopes tonight. I don't want to put my faith in something that is not
0: real and that is not true. Honey, I want the real thing tonight. I want the real deal tonight. I don't want to halfway be completed. I want to be complete whole. I want to be made whole by the time I leave this house tonight. Well, I'm you to know that God can make you whole tonight. You don't have to live in defeat one more day. God can perform the work that you need him to perform in your life. God ain't in the business of doing things halfway. God is in the business of doing it whole. God is going to complete you. God is going to complete the work that he performs in you. He's not going to
1: leave you lacking. I wanted anything. You can be seated tonight. And so, verse 20, the prophet begins to talk about, he begins to talk about how that harvest is passed and the summer ended. He made a statement that we are not saved. He's talking about an opportunity that has come and gone. It's no longer available. People didn't recognize it when it was there. They didn't take advantage of it when it was there. They didn't apply it to their lives when it was time to apply it. I want to understand the great opportunity that I have here tonight. I want to understand that I have an opportunity for my
0: life to be changed completely. I want to understand that I don't want to waste this opportunity. And how many know that each and every time you come into the house of the Lord, it's a chance for God to perform something in your life. Come on, we didn't come into the house of the Lord to go through the motions. We didn't come to the house of the Lord to sit down on God. We came to our hands in the air. We came to lift up our voice. We come to dance in the spirit to run the aisle. We come to get involved with what God is doing. And what he is trying to do
1: as I realize that this is a chance of a lifetime, you can be seated tonight. You'll read in the the Bible, different places, uh, opportunities that were presented to people. That as God tried to do things in people's lives. But somehow people felt that there were other things that were more important. You'll read in the in Noah's days how that God was angry with how things was and how the people's hearts was just full of wickedness and, and evil things. And so God... Said, you know what? Um, he, he, he forewarned Noah and said that I'm going to destroy. I'm a destroy, man. I'm going to destroy it with the flood. I'm, a, I'm just going to wipe everything out. And the Bible says that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And God told Noah how to build the ark. He told him what kind of wood to, to use. He he gave him specific details of how to build the ark. And you'll find out that the Bible tells us that the word tells us that Noah, that he was a preacher of righteousness. That means that Noah preached the fact that God was going to destroy the world. He tried to forewarn people. He tried to tell people and and let people know um, that God is about to do away with this thing. He's about to destroy everything. And um, Jesus tells us how it was in the days of Noah and why people did not recognize the opportunity that was at hand. How he told us that how that in those days, in Noah's days, he said that they were drinking, they were marrying, and they were giving into
0: marriage. They were all about the right now. They were all about this life. They were all about what pleased them and what felt good to them. And Jesus said that they didn't realize it until it was too late, until the flood was on them as they realized that their opportunity to be saved to get on the ark, had come and gone. Now there is judgment that they have to face. I don't want to miss the opportunity. I don't want to miss the opening that I have to get in the church and to be saved, to be set free, and to be delivered. I want to make the best of it tonight because there is judgment coming on this world, and I don't want any part of that. I want to get in the church and I want to stay in the church. I don't want to play games. I don't want to put on a show. I want to be serious. I want to be sincere about what we're doing here tonight. I don't want to go through the motions.
1: You can be seated tonight. They were all about this life. Not too long ago, it was told to me about a statement that someone made or posted or whatever. And I'm sure they thought that it was a, a profound statement. How that, they began to proclaim that they don't do small talk and what they are interested in and what they're not interested in and how they begin to talk about that. Talk hours about real life, and the sad thing about it
0: is, their
1: ideal of real life is this mud hole that we're living in. That's what they call life. That's what they consider life. They think
0: it's all about this world. They think it's all about obtaining the things of this world. Well, I want you to know, it's not about this world. And if you put your, if you put your stock. In this world, then you're going to get what this world is going to get. This world is going to burn with the fervent heat. I don't want to put my stock in this world. I want to put my stock in the church. I want to invest in the church and what the church is doing because that's the only thing that's going to last. I want to recognize the opportunity that I have to be saved, to be set free, to be
1: delivered can be seated tonight. I want to recognize it. I want to realize that this is just not another church service. I want
0: to realize
1: that I can receive the Holy Ghost tonight. That that opportunity
0: is available for me tonight. Hey, we can be renewed with the Holy Ghost tonight. We all need a fresh touch of God's presence in this place. We all can use a good renewing of the Holy Ghost. Right. We need it tonight. Yeah. That's what we're here for tonight. Amen. We're not here for any old other reason tonight. We're not putting on a show tonight. Yeah. We're not playing party cake tonight. This is about heaven or hell. Yeah. This is serious business tonight. That's right. That's
1: right. That so so right. I want to recognize the opportunity. Yes. You can be seated tonight. great opportunity that we have. You'll read how that Noah, how that Lot and Abraham got into a big disagreement. Eh, You know, it really wasn't Abraham's fault. It was Lot. As he began to think that he had reached a certain status and that he didn't need Abraham any longer. And you'll find out how that lot chose to go down to Sodom and Gomorrah. And how that, the Bible tells us that God forewarned Abraham that he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and how that Abraham begins to intercede. He knows that Lot and his family is down there, so he begins to ask God with his spirit for for 50, for 40, he goes, He keeps going on down the line, and he knows there ain't that amount of righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah. It's nowhere near it. But because of Abraham, God sends angels down to bring Lot and his family out of Sodom and Gomorrah. The Bible says that the time came where Lot begins to communicate to his son-in-laws that, hey, God is about to destroy this place. He's about to destroy it. And the Bible says that the, the son-in-laws, they begin to look at mock, And they looked at him as one that mocked. And when you, you, you dig into what that, that means, that means that they thought that he was playing a game or that he was joking. You know, it's amazing the word that goes forth, the word of God that goes forth and the amount of people that take it for a joke, All right. the amount of people that think it's a game. The Amount of people that think that that don't think that it's serious business don't realize that, hey, the word is going forth, and this is an opportunity for you to grab a hold of
0: God's word and to apply it to your life, and that God's word will save you and set free you, set you free. I want to realize that we're not playing any games tonight. There ain't nothing fun about funny about the word of God. God means business. When he speaks his word, it's serious. Business. It ain't nothing to joke about. It ain't nothing to play around with. It's business tonight. God's word is serious tonight.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You can be seated. As they didn't recognize, hey, God is trying to save us. They they perceived it as he was joking. I'm sure they figured out that it wasn't a joke, it wasn't a game, it wasn't nothing funny about it. I don't want my opportunity to pass me by. I don't want my last words to be is that I'm not saved. God,
0: help me not to allow those words to come out of my mouth when it's time for me to give up the ghost. I want to make the best of the opportunity that I have. Tonight I want to get my hands in the air. I want to open up my mouth. I want to pour my heart out to God. I don't want to offer up some vain worship unto God. I want to offer up heart heartfelt worship as I realize I'm not promised another service. I'm not promised another minute. I'm not promised another hour. So I got to make the best of the opportunity that I have. I can't sit down on God. I can't play no games.
1: I can't go through the motion. It's not an option. You can be seated tonight. You'll read in the scripture how that Jesus Christ, how that he came, he rolled himself in flesh. Save and to set free and to deliver. And you'll read how that he faced opposition. He faced people that was just resistant to what he wanted to do. If you're not careful, you can allow an indifferent spirit to get a hold of you where you don't care about anything. Where there you don't, you're not sensitive. To what God is trying to do.
0: Right.
1: You're very nonchalant in your approach. Mm-hmm. There's a very casual approach. You know, there, there shouldn't be nothing casual about our approach tonight.
0: There shouldn't be, there shouldn't be a nonchalant approach in the house of the Lord tonight. We should approach God boldly tonight. We shall approach his throne of grace with boldness tonight as we understand that it's in the house of the Lord where our needs is going to be met. It's right here in the presence of God where healing can take place, where God can set you free. I didn't come to approach God half-heartedly. I didn't come to approach God casually. I didn't come with a a nonchalant approach. I come to run unto the throne of God and let God know I need you right now. I need you.
1: You can be seated tonight. Thank you. But Jesus faced it. A lot of opposition, and people just resisted. The very people that were, were waiting of the Messiah, that were anticipating, the very ones that rejected Him when He came. And you'll read in the text where the time came where Jesus He stood out and He looked over Jerusalem. The Bible says He began to weep over Jerusalem as He begins to tell. He begins to make the statement how that you know He would have had gathered them in. The way that a, a hen would do her chicks. And how that they did not recognize the things that pertained unto their peace. I want to know what pertains unto my peace tonight. Yeah.
0: I want to understand that it's not the world. I want to understand that it's not Hollywood. I want to understand that it's not perversion. I want to understand that it's not pop culture. I want to understand that it's the Holy Ghost. I want to understand that it's the church. I want to understand that it's found in Jesus. It's not found in anything else.
1: Thank you can be seated.
0: Thank the Lord.
1: And so we talked about the judgment that was going to come upon them because they did not recognize their time of visitation. Right. I want to recognize my time of visitation. Right. I want to recognize what is available unto me tonight and so they missed the opportunity it came and it left and they still weren't any better nothing had changed in their lives you know and because you know what caused them to trip up they allowed what everybody else was saying they allowed what people they allowed people to to uh, to whisper things in their ears and move them and cause them to say things and do things. The Bible talked about those that actually believed in what Jesus
0: was teaching, but they wouldn't confess it because they was afraid that they would kick them out of the sin of God. Listen, I don't care if this world disowns me. I don't care if I don't fit in to this world. Just give me Jesus. All I'm worried about is being saved, set free, and delivered. I don't have to fit in with the social Matter of fact, I don't want to fit in with this world. I want to fit into the church. I want to be a part of the kingdom of God. I'm not ashamed of this gospel tonight. I'm not ashamed of the gospel tonight. Honey, I lift up with the, my voice like a trump and let it be known that I'm baptized in Jesus' name, that I speak in other tongues, that I speak for joy. I run it out. I In the spirit, I'm not ashamed of that tonight. If somebody's ashamed of it, you better—you
1: might want to—you might want to ask yourself whether you really got a hold of this thing, whether you really believe this tonight. You can be seated. Yes. And so they allowed opinions. They allowed the naysayers. They allowed people to stir them up, to begin to do things and to say things. And they were afraid to. They was afraid to confess. They was afraid. Even though they believed, you couldn't help but to believe when he spoke. The Bible says that they said never have we heard anything like this. We've never, we've never
0: heard it on this wise. Honey, I want you to know that there's power in the word of God tonight. This ain't no petty cake thing. This ain't religion tonight. This ain't tradition tonight. This is the unadulterated word of God, and there is power in the word of God tonight.
1: You can be seated. And so, opportunity came and gone. They allowed people's personal feelings to stop them. They allow people's, the hardness of heart to stop them. They allow personal ideas. You know what? I made up in my mind that I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care what anybody else's
0: opinion is. I come to realize that this is all about me and God. God. This ain't, listen, if you build this on anybody else, you're going to find yourself in a bad spot and in a bad place. This is between me and God. Come on, I can't let other people's opinion affect what I do and how I do. I got to make it up in my mind that I'm going to grab a hold of the opportunity that I have. I'm not going to let anybody talk me out of it. I'm going to have a mind of my own be fully persuaded in my own mind. It don't matter if nobody else is persuaded. I'm going to be fully persuaded in my own mind that I got a good thing that this is the truth that the church is the only way. There is no other way.
1: That's right. that's there is no other way. That's right. You can be seated tonight. Oh. And so you want to make the best every opportunity. You don't want to allow service after service to pass you by. You don't make an attempt to allow God to have his way in your life. You don't want to allow prayer mean after prayer mean to pass by. And there's a casual, there's a nonchalant approach. There's a I don't really care. You want to make the best of every opportunity because it's not going to always be there. That's right. Somebody needs to remember Esau's end. Somebody needs to remember how that Esau, he looked at what he had in in his eyes because he was carnal-minded. It's amazing how people look at spiritual things and they look down upon it because they're carnal. It ain't because there's something wrong with it. It ain't because something's wrong with the word of God. It ain't because things are being done wrong. It's because they're carnal. They're carnal. I don't want to have a carnal a carnal mind tonight. The Bible says to be carnally minded is death. Right. That's right. It's death. You stay in that carnal mind. And you continue to be Moved by your emotions and your feelings. Somebody's going to lose out with God. I don't want to lose out. But Esau, he was carnal. He wanted temporary satisfaction. He wanted it right now. And he looked at his birthright as if there was nothing, no value. And he sold it for a bowl of soup. Right now. I want the right now. And he gave away something that had eternal value, right? But you know what? The Bible tells us that there's a day that something clicked in Esau's mind. And the Bible says that the very thing that he threw away, he came back wanting. It. And you know what? The Bible says he came back, but his approach. It wasn't a casual. It was one of desperation. Yeah. It was one that he came back seeking with tears. Yeah. The Bible says that he came seeking back with tears, but there was no place of repentance. Right. No place. That time had came and left. It, it was gone. It was over. I'm telling you, you want to, if you want to seek with repent- tears of repentance, now's the time
0: to do it. Right. If you want those tears to fall, don't wait till it's too late. Don't wait until you're on your deathbed. Don't wait until the church is caught up out of here. You better do it right now. You better get your hands in the air. You better let those tears flow and let God, and God help me not to allow this opportunity to pass me by. Because when the time is up, it is up. Yeah. It's done. That's it. It's
1: over. That's it. You can be seated. Right now. Now is the time to weep. Now is the time to pour your heart out to God.
0: Now is the time to let those tears fall. Now is the time to ask God to to. To break that hard heart. Now's the time to do that.
1: Now's that time. Because God will give you space. Another word for opportunity is room or space. God will give you space. Read in the book of Revelations how he talked about a church. That he gave her space to repent. I want to understand that Wallace, right now is my time to ask God for some forgiveness. Right now is the time for me to ask God to forgive me for how I've been acting. Forgive me for things that I've been saying. Forgive me for some things that I've been looking at that I know I shouldn't have done. Now is that time where there is time or space to repent. He said, I gave her space to repent. But she didn't. She refused to repent. You don't want your opportunity to pass you by. What a great exchange we have. We can exchange our baggage, our miserable life for life eternal. We can exchange it. God will
0: remove all of the sin and all of the garbage and all of the perversion. And God will fill you with his precious gift of the Holy Ghost. There ain't nothing better than that. Guess what? I come to let God know that I'm willing to lay it down. I'm willing to give it up. I'm willing to grab a hold of what you have for me tonight. You want to make the best of the opportunity while you have it. Don't say I got next week. Don't say I got next month. Don't say I got next year. Right now, this very moment is the night to receive the Holy Ghost. This is your night. It's your night.
1: Let us remain standing tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. And so, Prophet is to talk about how an opportunity has been lost, how it is gone. I'm going to tell somebody, just because it's good to come into the house of the Lord. I want you to know just coming into the house of the Lord alone is not going to save us. We got to get involved in what's taking place in the house of the Lord. We got to get something from God. I'm going to tell you, just being in,
0: in contact with people that have the Holy Ghost, ain't going to save you. You got to get the Holy Ghost for yourself. You got to allow God to renew you. You got to allow God to fill you. It don't matter if your mama got it. You got to get it. It don't matter if your daddy got it. You got to get it. It don't matter if Bishop whoever got it. You got to get it and obtain it and hold on to it. You got to get it for yourself.
1: Bible tells us there were ten virgins, five wise, five foolish, and the wise they had all. And I don't know what the foolish ones was thinking. Maybe they thought that I got time, I got time to play around, I got time to do my thing, I got time to go through the motions. Yeah, I got time. They found out that time had ran out on them. They didn't have any oil. Bible says they ain't even taking it. I'm gonna tell you, we ain't gonna get into heaven by association tonight. Right. You ain't gonna get in by association. You the only way you gonna get caught up out of here is that you gotta have that spirit of Him inside of you. You got to have that Holy Ghost. It got to be active. It got to be alive. It can't be laying dormant. And they found out that it was too late. The opportunity had passed them by. But I got a good example of someone that made up in their mind I'm not going to allow an opportunity to pass me by. But while it's here, while Jesus is in the city, I'm going to get a hold of it. I'm going to allow Jesus to change my life. Bartimaeus was one that was determined this opportunity ain't past me
0: without a change taking place in my life. He heard the commotion. He wanted to know what was going on. They said, Jesus. It's Jesus. He didn't waste no time. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. They said, hey, you too loud. Quiet down. He up in his mind. You know what? I'm going to crank up the volume a little bit more. Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. This is my chance. This is my opportunity. This is my time to be healed, to be delivered. I'm not letting it pass me by. I'm grabbing a hold of Oh, somebody, make it up in your mind. I'm not allowing this service to pass me by. I'm going to get something out of it. I'm going to put something in it. I'm going to let God feel me. I'm going to let him change my life. Somebody lift up your hands and lift up your voice. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Somebody, don't go through the motions tonight. Give him a heartfelt worship tonight. Let God move in your heart. Oh come on somebody! Oh don't let this opportunity pass you by. Come on, don't let it pass. Don't let service at the service pass you by, and you don't get anything from God.
1: Come on somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Oh come
0: on son. come on young person, lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your voice lift up your hands don't let this time pass you by don't let this opportunity pass you by it's not going to always be there it's not going to always be there
1: somebody pour your heart out come on
0: the prophet was grieved he was weeping he talked about a time that had passed
1: and God's people still was not saved. You know, if I'm not saved, it's nobody else's fault. It's
0: nobody else's fault. It's, it's my fault. It's what I did. Come on, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose out because I failed to recognize the opportunity that I have.
1: Come on, I have an opportunity to be saved. I got an opportunity to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I got an opportunity to be renewed, to be char- recharged, revived, re-strengthened. Somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Thank you,
0: God. Oh, come on! Come on! Don't be like Esau. Don't be like Esau. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until it's too late. Then you realize what you had. Realize it right now. Come on, let those tears fall right now. Let them fall right now. Come on, let God fill you right now. Don't wait. Don't wait until your
1: uh, sickness stricken you and you can't make an attempt to get a hold of God.
0: That's going to be too late. Don't wait until you're on your death, dad, and then you want to get it right. That's too late. Come on. Come on. How many times, how many days did that rich man walk past Lazarus? Opportunity after opportunity, he passed by over and over and over. And then when he lifted up his eyes in torment, then he wanted it. It's too late then. It's too late then or somebody pour your heart out to God pour your heart out to God let God touch you let God fill you, let him renew you
1: make the best of the opportunity that you have tonight somebody come with your heart lifted with your hands this altar is open tonight come on, come and pour your heart out to God come on, this is not
0: for me to go through the motions Come on, I realize I have a chance of a lifetime. And it's not going to always be here. I can't always count on it
1: being here. So I got to make the
0: best of it tonight. I got to make the best of it tonight. I got to leave here and go home and lay down my head on my pillow and know that I gave it all tonight. I let God have complete control. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. The Holy Ghost is in here. In Jesus' name. Oh, come on, somebody. We got people that need the Holy Ghost. We got young people that need the Holy Ghost. Come on, lift up your voice. Cry out to the Lord. In Jesus' name.